This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Well, hello, hello, friends. We are back again. Episode number 93 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Gingrich. And here at the Ops Authority, my role as the founder is to be the main mentor and obviously the creator and content developer behind our certification program called the Director of Operations Certification Program. The reason I'm telling you that is today we are talking all about how to find a mentor that is going to be right for you, where you are right now and for the needs that you have that are now and really that will help you progress to the next version of yourself. I know the impact that mentorship has had on me, both in my personal, professional, all the way back to when I was in the nursing area. From there, I went into corporate, from corporate into entrepreneurship. So I can say there's a theme throughout my professional journey where I have always had a really supportive structure of people around me. If you listen back to the previous episode, number 92, where we talk about the four different types of people that you need in your life, this is very, it's an ethos to the way that I have really developed as a professional and personally, of course, too. But it's really, it shows you the infrastructure that I have had. And I know that that structure is extremely critical and influential in the success that I have been able to generate in my 44 years. So I wanted to share these things with you guys. And today we're talking about how to find the mentor. Last week, we looked at the four different types of people. And I'm going to dig deep into that third layer that I spoke about last week, which is a mentor and a coach. All four of them are extremely important, but I just want to say that the impact of a particular coach, or you can exchange mentor or coach because I really believe at the end of the day, they come down to a very similar person, but those are the people that have allowed me to take the biggest leaps and they're a little bit less personal to me and more professional to me and they've really done what I'm looking to do and taken that to the next level. So they have a path for me to follow. Whereas the business besties and the masterminds, yes, they have been successful. Yes, they are good humans. Yes, they are part of my everyday support system. Whereas a mentor and a coach is a little bit further away from me. But again, all of the layers are important, but this mentor and coach has really been the person for me that has given me the confidence to take the biggest leaps to gain the greatest amount of traction and success. So I want to focus on that and As we're getting started here, I wanted to share a little analogy because I think it's going to help us as I tell the story and give you these pointers. It's also something that's extremely relevant to me. So it may be relevant to those of you guys who are listening, or at least a subset of you guys that are listening. But you probably know that both of my kids are extremely sporty. 
My husband is sporty. I grew up as a ballerina and a dancer. And so that has been a very, very important part of our lives. And it's now, my husband and I were just talking about this at lunch yesterday, but the emphasis of sport, athleticism, activity, and drive has been just in our family ecosystem is something that's really, really important to us. And we were talking and kind of praising kind of praising ourselves, but also praising our children for the intensity and the drive that we see in them today. And we concluded that it really comes down to the lifestyle that we we weren't intentional. We didn't know we were setting this up for them, but that's what we did. We have set a lifestyle around by placing the importance of sport and athleticism in these children. And I'm getting to my point here, but the reality is when I'm talking about mentorship and coaching, I really can't go forward without taking my own personal experience before I became a professional and was looking for a professional coach or mentor. But I really start back to the basics, right? Start back to when you're a small child in school and that teacher is your role model. Before you get into like your friend groups, your family and the people in your familial infrastructure are your people. They're your role models. Maybe it's your mother, your aunt, an older sister. And certainly teachers become a part of that as a young child. And then as we grow older, we find different influences. And trust me, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But I wanted to share what my husband and I were talking about yesterday, which is is the influence of sport. And we're feeling very, very proud. Like, man, these kids are accomplishing a lot. They are learning so many great things. They're not always successful, trust me. (laughs) But, you know, when they have down spells, we feel like they're able to pull themselves back up because of the activities that they're doing. But what we went on to reflect on is, yeah, like we think we're doing this great job and we're definitely a part of the process. But in the realm of sports, you have coaches and it is really, we would never stay at a gym. We would never stay in a baseball club that didn't have phenomenal, supportive, encouraging approachable coaching for our children. And we were talking about how this really transcends from both our children and in their sports lives, as well as into our professional lives. And so I wanted to just put that sports analogy here. So my daughter is a gymnast and is also playing in a volleyball team and league. And so, you know, if she were getting injured and coaches were still allowing her to go out and to compete then I would say, "Mm, probably not a very smart place for us to be. Or if my daughter was, or son, was being a poor teammate and they allowed that behavior to continue, I would say, hmm, probably not the right place for me to be. Or if my son was playing on a baseball team and the coach was really not knowledgeable, I would say, hmm, probably not the right place for him to be because they are there to develop both athletically, socially, and mentally. So I hope that this analogy shows you that you can really take, and sometimes it's easier for me to take this through the lens of my child and through my parenting and then apply it into my business because it feels so much more real. So this sports analogy, it just came up with us yesterday over lunch and I couldn't really get into this topic without sharing that because it overlaps so, so well. So at the end of the day, a mentor and a coach is the best version of you and your business. They also have the experience to guide you through hardships and struggles. I'm going to say that one more time. 
A mentor is the best version of you and your business. They also have the experience to guide you through hardships and struggles. I want you to play that over and over and over again. When you go on the search for a mentor, remember you're going to be looking for the best version of your business, greater heights that you can reach because this person has done it. I also want you to see how this person has overcome obstacles. And no, ladies, without a doubt, any person that you admire, that you look up to, has faced incredible, deep, deep struggles. Even though the picture-perfect world of Instagram and Facebook and whatever other medium you're looking at doesn't show that, I assure you that with every success comes 10 times failure or setbacks. So these people are out there. They have taken a gift. They have wrapped that gift up and they have the ability to be hyper-communicative, supportive, approachable, and I believe focused on the whole human. So not just the professional, not just personal, but really looking at the entire thing. They have gone before you, as I said in our last podcast, they came before you. They've already achieved some things that are really, that are on your radar, but you're right behind them. Maybe you're close behind them. Maybe you're far behind them. So today in this podcast, in the next couple minutes that I have with you, I want you to take away these five tips to finding the right mentor for you right now in your business journey. The first tip is to make sure you take time. You cannot be sold into a mentor. You're going to have to be proactive and go searching for it. What I mean, and I'll be very, very pointed with you, you can't be sold. Showing up randomly to a webinar that somebody, you know, you opted in, they sold you basically a seat into their webinar to get them there. If it's your very first time showing up to a webinar and you're looking at mentorship or coaching, I would tell you practice deep restraint. This is not the time to make an investment in a mentor. I want you to go searching for this person. Just like if you were growing your team or if you don't have a team and you can imagine back to the time when you were interviewing for positions, businesses go on interviews and searches, job searches to find the right ideal people to support the functions that they are lacking and needing in their business. This is the exact same search that you should be on. So take your time. The very first thing I have to emphasize is take your time. You cannot be sold, meaning don't take quick action when it comes to selecting a mentor. This is not the time to do that. The second thing is I want you to take some time. Getting a mentor is not really a box that needs to be checked. It's a feeling of I need greater support. I'm ready to take faster, bigger action. I just need a partner to come in beside me to help me get there quicker. So before you do that, this is you already know that this is a big commitment. Lots of times you are going to be signing up and committing to 6, 12, 18 months with somebody, most likely 6 and 12. But I have seen programs that are two years long because it does. You want to establish that mentorship relationship is really, really strong. It needs to be strong. And so you really don't want a six-month relationship. You're looking at a good, healthy 12 so that the two of you guys can really complete each other's thoughts and have a deep understanding of where you're going. Because of the significance here, the the second tip I'm going to share is to do a strategic review. If you are a director of operations or if you know about strategic mapping, I want you to take the time 
to do your own reflection, to do your own strategic map or a strategic plan. And if those words make no sense to you and you're listening to this right now, it means to just close your eyes, think about what is going on in your business in the major pillars of your business, marketing, operations, fulfillment. What is happening there? I want you to assess it deeply. I want you to write down the pros or the the things that you're confident in and also note where the gaps are. A lot of people will say, oh, you're just gonna find a mentor for the places that you have gaps. And while I believe that to be about 75% true, the reality is you're also going to look at your strengths because you may find it counterproductive if you start working with a mentor that experiences the exact same strengths that you do. I know that sounds crazy, but I've seen it play out in my own world as well. So my second tip is to do a strategic map, plan, review, assessment, whatever you want to call it, but make sure you review your business where you are in your business. First part of about that step is to assess your strengths and also your opportunities or your gaps. When you look at those strengths and gaps, are those gaps in your wheelhouse? So personally speaking, when I did this review of my own business about 12 months ago, actually, no, I would say it was probably 15 to 17 months ago, I was starting to look at this business and say, goodness gracious, I can see it's got momentum, we're going places, we're getting really, really good results. So the fulfillment side of my business was excellent. And when I looked at the full picture, my operations seemed pretty good. I mean, hello, I'm an operator. (laughs) So operations felt good. But the other part, the weakest link I had was lead generation, which falls underneath marketing. And so when I I looked at my pros and cons, or I looked at my strengths and my weaknesses, and I said, hmm, Marketing is not in my wheelhouse. This is a really important step here because you're gonna want to, this is gonna help you in deciding who is the right mentor for you when you make that list of strengths and weaknesses where you can come back and say, okay, where are my weaknesses? Is that weakness in my wheelhouse? Am I a good marketer? Can I do this on my own? Or if it were operations and that was the part of me or my business that was kind of feeling clunky or broken at that moment, I would say, hmm, well, I'm a really good operator. Maybe I should be the person to take some time to dive deep into that. Or maybe I need to find a mentor that is very, has a very similar skill set to me. But in my case, in the example that I gave you, and it's a true example, I found that marketing, we had marketing systems, I have an incredible director of marketing, but I needed some additional lead generation that would really be game changing for my business. And so I saw that gap, I realized it was not in my wheelhouse. And I said, I'm going to find a mentor, I'm going to go on a search for a mentor that has had this problem, has solved the problem, and has a great reputation for it. So I would encourage you to do the exact same thing. And then the other thing underneath this piece, when you're looking at your business and reflecting on it, I want you to be honest with yourself. What size of business do you currently have? And how big of a business do you want to have? So it's a current day snapshot versus, you know, future where your vision takes you. And here's why reflecting on the size of your business matters. When you're looking for a mentor, if you want to go from $30,000 a year to $180,000 a year, 
I would tell you you're going to get the greatest benefit from working with somebody who has had that kind of result and that kind of change in the near term versus you going and working with maybe more of an icon, investing probably a lot more and working with someone who is working towards a $20 million goal. So I I think that you're going to get the greatest value because it's more relatable. Make sure that you are tracking with somebody who has achieved the success that you have achieved. But I would be very careful, at least in my own searches. I, I didn't want to work with a million dollar, you know, someone who touted and was very proud of attaining a million dollar business when I didn't really have those same aspirations. Their ability to coach and mentor me, I mean, they could still do it perhaps, but their emphasis, their mindset, where they are going is very different than the place I was. And I'm literally paying this person to support me in my journey. So those are the first two tips. The third one is very, very important to me. And I struggled with making this number three, because truly this is one of those things that is the tip top of importance to me, but I know that the biggest mistakes in finding a mentor come down to the top two tips that I shared with you, which were taking time and making sure you do a good reflection. So the third thing is character and values. When you are looking for a mentor and a coach, that person is going to have a lot of influence on you. You've got to make sure that your character, the things that you desire in people, in your team, in your friends are represented in this person who's going to have such a good, strong influence on you. The other thing are values. And truthfully, if I'm looking for anyone to work with, whether that's someone to join my team, whether that is someone to contract with, whether that is a coach, a program I'm going to join, I want to know what the business or what the personal, what that individual's values are. And if they don't have them listed on their site, if I don't hear them talk about them on their podcast or in their writing or in their social media, I will absolutely reach out to that person or to that business and say, what are your values? I have to know that they have done this work, that they prize that work for me to go into partnership with them. These are never small investments. And it's one of the things that's most important to me. For myself in a mentor, I am always looking for an approachable person, I said this before, but someone who looks at the whole person. And what I mean is they need to be able to know and to deeply understand that my role as a business owner, it's an important part of my life, but it's not the biggest part of my life. They need to understand that being a mom to Zachary and Emery and a wife to Jess is really, really, really the biggest, most influential driver for all of my decisions. And so I like them to look at me as a whole person as a successful professional, but also as a woman who is doing her very best to lead a legacy life through the lens of parenting these two children. And attitude. Attitude is huge. How do they carry themselves? Are they what I would call, in quotes, good humans? Do they practice good character? Do they love other humans? Do they see diversity and hold it near to them? Or do they have, you know, do you get a feeling of someone who doesn't really align to who you are? And I would encourage you to dig deep here. Facades are so easy. Branding is, I mean, it's a hard, it's definitely a science, but I I have seen and do see people who are projecting themselves as one thing, but have a completely different personality when you get them on face-to-face. So make sure you do your research. 
And I really want them to be attentive. I don't want to feel bad for reaching out to them. I want them to be excited to follow up with me. These are all things that are important to me. And they have changed as I have looked for you know specific mentors as I have grown through my business. The fourth tip I would tell you when you're looking to find the perfect mentor for you is their proof of experience, expertise, and drumroll <laughs> results. They absolutely need to have results that you can see, that you can talk to, that you really that are approachable results for the exact needs that you have. So remember earlier, you identified where your gaps were. If that's the reason that you're going to this person, I need you to make sure that they have brought results to other people like you before. In most cases, mentors become mentors because they have mastered something. They have thought leadership in an area that you are desiring. So expertise and experience should be there, but I would always, always, always qualify that. And something that I feel, this may be a little controversial, but we're all friends here. You know, I have learned the live launch through my coach and mentor, Kelly Roach. Just because I can execute that well now, only because I learned from her playbook, but because I can do that, does not mean that I am someone to help other people do the live launch. That is not where my thought leadership lies. Is it a system that I have learned, that I have tried, that we have refined, that we have, I won't say that we've mastered it, but we continue to get stronger and better at it every single time we do it. Yeah, it's a skill that we have learned that my team has been able to execute well. But I, you bet your bottom dollar, when people come to me and my directors of operations come to me, that is not something I'm going to mentor them on. So just because they've had experience in something, I want you to go beyond the experience and make sure that they have the expertise as well as the results in the area of your need. When you see or you hear of people that are pivoting constantly, I want to tell you that this is something to be aware of. If they're pivoting and changing constantly and they're a mentor, so I'm only talking about mentors in this space, it is really difficult to be a mentor for all things. That is what a life coach does. <laughs> so, but from a business mentor, I want you to find somebody that is specific to the gap or the need that you have, who also aligns with your character, with your values, has this experience and has a proven track record of getting other people results, other people being people like you. And fifth and final for today is the mentor that you're going to be partnering with needs to be a connector and have a really strong community. So many times, and one of the greatest prides that I get from being a mentor and a coach to so many people is me being able to put them in contact with my network. And so when someone comes to me near or far and they have a gap, they have a need, and I know somebody that I have mentored or coached, whether it's present or in the past, if we have built a relationship and this person comes to me and has a has a need, that my people, meaning the people that I have coached and mentored, can add value to, that's where the connections come in. And that is a very important part of this. If you're building a business, your mentor who has gone before you, that reputation matters, but also their 
who they are as a human, remember we talked about that character and values, who they are as a human is going to be very likely indicative of the people that they surround themselves with. So if those people come to them with needs and you're the right person, a connection is very, very easy to make. And I call this a win-win. You're gaining a lot of nuggets and values and decisions and structures from this person, but you're also take it to the next level where this can actually be a profitable relationship because of their network. You're now partnered with them and it's easy for you to refer. So connecting and community is really, really big. So these are the five things that have been very important to me as I have looked for mentors. And I wanted to make sure I share that with you. As you all know, I mentor And I take it very seriously to mentor every single person who comes through our DOO program. And it's an obligation I have to making sure that we as a brand, the Ops Authority brand, continue to deliver with excellence. Because I care about this, I have scaled slowly. Because I care about this, we have caps on the number of people that can come in through our programs. Because of this, I don't have a million different products for people to to buy from us. I enjoy going deep to truly be able to show up as a mentor and a coach to anyone who partners with us on the DOO side. But that's my side. And this was really about you guys getting a view into how I have selected my people. I want to end today with a quote from the queen, Oprah Winfrey. And this quote reads, a mentor is someone who allows you to see the hope inside yourself. As I reflect in all of the mentors that I have had, starting with Dana Malstaff, when I first came into this place, Dana Malstaff with Boss Mom, that hope inside myself was that I could really begin a business online, which was completely new and and novel to me at that moment. But she gave me that hope. I desired this hope and she was able to fulfill that. She had a track record. She was coaching other women to be able to do this exact same thing. Natalie Ekdahl, another incredible mentor that I had. Again, she allowed me to see that I could move into the space I was already in the space, but she allowed me to deepen this, to see the hope that I had for myself, to be that consultant that I was in corporate. So again, I had the hope. I didn't really believe it. Just like many of you guys, when you're casting your dreams, it's like, I'll put the dream out there, but I don't really believe that that can happen for me. I'm the same way. And those two women allowed me to grow a little deeper. Then Todd Herman was a very big part of me. And he was, when I talked about earlier about looking at your about doing an assessment on your business. At that point, when I went into partnership with Todd Herman, he was really helping me in the operational side of my business. I knew operations from a corporate perspective, and I just wanted deeper knowledge in how somebody at his level of business was doing this in this new online space. So that was my hope at that time, that I could truly take my corporate skills, my God-given skills, and move them into this online space and be extremely profitable in doing so. I've actually mentored with Todd on and off a couple times in the last five years. And then I would say the next mentor of mine has been Kelly Roach. And Kelly Roach is where I'm at right now. She is exactly what I needed when I needed. I came to her for marketing. I ended up leaving with a whole lot more. She's helped me so much in my financials, in marketing, actually in operations and team too, even though I'm already an expert there, but there's always more to learn. And watching someone who is building an eight and nine figure business 
is inspirational. Absolutely inspirational. However, when I started back when I was with Dana Malstaff, I didn't even care about a six-figure business. I wanted to be able to replace my corporate income. I couldn't get ahead of myself and start working with Kelly Roach five years ago. It just wouldn't have worked for me. So I wanted to give you guys a real takeaway. And again, that quote from Oprah is, a mentor is someone who allows you to see the hope inside of yourself. And when I started this podcast, I personally describe a mentor as the best version of you in your business. So they're kind of saying the same exact thing, but I wanted it to come from Oprah's mouth because hello, Oprah versus Natalie. I mean, come on, you got to listen to Oprah. But I would say everyone that you admire in this space, be it personal or professional, has a mentor that they are looking up to because we all have hopes for a better version of ourselves. Do yourself a favor let's start thinking about the person that is going to be on your radar. And perhaps, maybe if you're listening to this, actually, I have a high likelihood that if you're listening to this, you're a director of operations, you're already certified, or you're looking to be. And maybe as I was describing this, you're thinking, you know what, maybe Natalie and her program are the right place for me to go. That may or may not be right for you right now. And it may be right for you in two months from now or two years from now, but we're going to be here for you. My point today is to make sure that you know that this is a critical part of your growth and I would not let it go by. It doesn't mean that you have to overinvest in high dollar, super expensive mentors. You can start at that business bestie level, move up to the mastermind level, and go to the coach if you wish. But I believe that you're gonna eventually have a combination of all four of these in your life. So as you ladies know, with every single episode, we have an ops activity of the week. And this ops activity is tell me who your next mentor, it may be one person, it may be three people, but who is on your radar that you would be interested in working with in the next 12 months? go ahead and join our Facebook group, theopsinsiders.com. And you'll come into our Facebook group. And that is going to be our community where you actually can bring your biz besties. Lots of your biz besties are already in there, but you'll start to create networks within there because these are your people. If you're operations focused, you need to be in theopsinsiders.com. So ops activity, come into our group, let us know who your next mentor is. And I would love to hear that. I would also love to help you guys. We have a very strong community inside of there and I look forward to seeing who you guys are looking for. Alrighty, friends, I will see you next week, episode number 94. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.